0: Battersby is doing things differently. Coffee Lent Therapy, 10 Minutes of Truth. Karen calls them truth shots. Like coffee with your best friend, but only better. Karen will tell you the things that your therapist generally won't because her goal is to help you to create a remarkable life and relationships. If you want to improve your relationships, sign up at liminalcoaching.com.au for your copy of the Relationship Tune Up. Be Remarkable. Hi everybody, so today's topic is how can I make sure that I don't get involved in a toxic relationship and so I'm going to share with you some tactics to make sure that you don't inadvertently find yourself in one of these relationships. So when we talk to people um, who have found themselves in a toxic relationship there's often some common elements, um, a pattern if you like, around how they found themselves in that place. So often that person will have just come out of either, you know, like some kind of other bad situation. So it might have been, you know, a bad relationship, a business failure, a marriage breakdown, or some other um, toxic relationship. And they'll be feeling pretty bad about themselves usually. So um, their self-esteem is normally quite low at this point in time. Another thing that we see is that um, the person that they have gone into a relationship with has rushed things along. So, you know, they've quickly wanted commitment. They've either moved in together, uh, gotten engaged, gotten married or fallen pregnant um, very quickly. And, you know, so it's, it's like there's no time taken. It's very urgent. There's a feeling of high intensity and a feeling of urgency. So they're the two things that we find um, you know, generally are, are a pattern in these kinds of relationships when they look back um, and across many, many toxic relationships. So it's so obvious it jumps out at us. Um, so I'm going to take you through a list of the top 10 things that you can do to make sure that you don't find yourself in a toxic relationship. So of course, number one is going to be take things slowly. So, you know, behavior and patterns are revealed over time. So you need to give the relationship time, give that other person time so that you can see it actually, um, you know, coming through. So you can observe that person's behavior in healthy situations, in sickness, uh, in anger, in frustration, when life is going well and when it's not. Um, don't rush into any commitment, and not even living together. So, and we usually say three to four years in order to see that person's real um, behaviour over time. So, um, you know, we talk to a lot of counsellors and psychologists, and a lot of them will say you really have to be with someone for four years before you can actually know who they are. Um, The next thing, number two, don't give your heart quickly. So don't go all in really fast. Be responsible with your heart. Be a responsible steward of your heart. Um, Hold on to it until you've got evidence of the person that you're um, going into that relationship with, that they can be trusted with your heart. Um, It's... You know, it's one of the things that we see again, you know, they people sort of, um, again, because of that feeling of intensity that that other person's encouraging, uh, you know, people go all in in this relationship really, really quickly. Number three, be an observer of your life. So watch this person's behavior. Don't lie to yourself about what you're seeing. Don't excuse any bad behavior. Things like, oh, it's just PMS or it's, um, you know, they're not well or they're in pain or, you know, they're those types of transitory things, but also the permanent ones around things like, oh, well, they had a terrible upbringing. Um, you know, don't make excuses for those bad behaviors, no matter how bad, sorry, how good that excuse might seem on the day. Don't make excuses for them, Um, and it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, okay? Number four, develop good boundaries. So work on your own boundaries. Decide what the price for entry is into your life, and then, you know, don't back away from that standard. So an example might be that, you know, no lies or um, no infidelity or, um, you know, there needs to be some kind of a commitment to a future together or they need to have uh, plans for their own life Um, remember these are your standards they can be anything that you like it could be that they don't smoke it could be that they don't drink alcohol at all it could be that they go to church every sunday whatever suits you whatever your standard is whatever it is that you need in your life for you to be comfortable to be with this person. You don't have to explain that standard to anybody. And then stick to that standard. Um, don't lower the standards. Don't let that person try to make you make exceptions or excuses for them. So, you know, whatever that standard is that you've decided on, and or standards, there might be 10 of them and that's fine too. You know, whatever you decide they are, then stick with them. Number five, recognise if you've been in a toxic relationship before, you are probably going to be more susceptible to toxic relationships. Um, You're going to be vulnerable. You're going to be particularly vulnerable. Um, So just recognise that and, you know, do the work on yourself to figure out what allowed you to allow that person into your life. So, you know, take some time between the relationships in order to work on yourself and work out what those triggers were and what those things were, the needs, if you like, or the attachment needs that that person was meeting for you so that you can find a way to meet those needs yourself. Um, Grow, learn, keep growing and learning until you become the best version of yourself. Um, Until you love yourself too much to accept toxic people into your life. That's really the end goal that you're looking for. Number six, don't coach the person you're in a relationship with. Don't argue and debate. Don't give them multiple chances. You know, if they want to be. A person who's on a self-development journey, a person who's growing and learning—you'll see that because they'll be doing it. They won't need you to badger them into it. They won't need you to, you know, to be constantly coaching them and and you know, you know, saying read this book, read that article. Here's something else. You know, if they want it, they will go out and they will seek it, or they'll be asking you for that information. So don't, um, don't coach. You know, don't. Don't take it upon yourself to treat that person as though they're a project. Um, Just eliminate anyone from your life who who isn't meeting your standards for entry. If they don't treat you with respect and care and consideration that you would show to a friend, then there's no place in your life for them. So you need to um, hold those people accountable to the same standard that you would hold yourself accountable in a relationship with somebody else. Number seven is journal. Um, and the reason why I say do this is because this gives you some insight when you're looking back on the situation. So it enables you to track how you're feeling over time, whether you have more good days or more bad days. Um, it also allows you to identify any patterns and, you know, you can see them emerging over time. And you can also look back and go, wow, you know, this person's really making me feel, you know, unworthy unloved unseen or or whatever it is Um, you'll be able to track over over a period of months you know if you have more good days than bad days or if it's the other way around number eight make yourself the center of your life make you your central focus and i know that we're told all the time that that's selfish and that you know we shouldn't be putting ourselves first but the truth is um, toxic people want you to be self-sacrificing. So you need to be putting yourself first. Um, you have to look after your own health and well-being before you can do anything for others anyway. The truth is that healthy giving always comes from a place of abundance, not from a place of scarcity or depletion. So it's only when you're looking after yourself well that you actually have anything left in your bucket to give somebody else. Um, but again, a toxic person—they like an empty bucket or a bucket with a hole in it—and they will take everything that you can give them, um, inc- you know, including everything that you should be giving to yourself. So, put yourself at the center of your life. Make yourself your own um, project, if you like, you know. Number nine. There's a question. Um, you know, how does this person? How does being in this relationship make you feel over time? Does it feel like it's a roller coaster? Is there an intensity of emotion rather than intimacy and connection? You know, is there this pattern that they're, you know, they desert you when you need somebody or that everything's always about them? Take a look at the patterns over time, and this is where the journaling is going to help you as well number 10 which is the most important and really um i would say that if the answer is is no to this then nothing else matters okay this is the most important thing ask yourself does this person treat me the way i want to be treated do i feel the way i want to feel in a relationship with this person and if the answer to that is no then that's the end of the story there really isn't any other question that you need to ask yourself so regardless of you know whether they are making promises or whether they you know you feel sometimes good in their presence or because oftentimes with toxic people it's not all bad That's the reality because we wouldn't get into a relationship with them and we wouldn't stay in relationships with them if it was bad all the time. So they have this pattern of the roller coaster as I describe it, up and down, up and down. So we have good times and we have bad times but the reality is over time how does this person make you feel do they treat you the way that you want to be treated and it's not just on one day any given day in the week we're talking overall you know do you ever feel like this person doesn't treat you the way you want to be treated. It doesn't matter if it's 5% of the time it doesn't matter if it's once a week the reality is if they're not treating you the way that you feel you want to be treated then you're not in the relationship that you should be in and I know that that's a tough one I know it's not easy to leave a toxic relationship and uh, we'll do some work on that area in the future so that's it for today and once again if you've got comments please pop them in the comments below have a great week everybody and i'll see you next sunday bye